Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where if you're listening to this, tonight is Halloween. And the ghouls and everything will come out of the ground and feast upon your heart, soul, liver. Right? Right. I'm a zombie actually right now, going to find Scott as soon as this show is done. Yes! So, <laughs> listening to this show, you have officially and legally given permission to be attacked by zombies. Yes! Or clowns, or whatever you're doing. Clowns, zombies. Giant spiders, five-year-old kids, bats, sometimes. vampires, yes, chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. I have not okay. heard. <laughs> 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 guys, that's not Zombie troopers. Zombie troopers. Yes, that's not normal. What? Chihuahuas? Chihuahuas are weird. They're like a dog rat thing. True story. That's there why was people a pack are of afraid chihuahuas of chihuahuas terrorizing my neighborhood. Wow, a pack of chihuahuas. People would come out of their house and like these five dogs would like chase them back into their yeah, house. Yeah, chihuahuas are weird. They have a they have a pet they pack mentality. Have the little men and they like crazy. They probably do. But <laughs> complex. Time they will this. they will come after you. It's the funniest thing. They think they're like a giant German shepherd. And they will chase you down, try to bite at you, and you're just like, what the heck? And you're kicking them with your shoe, and they're still coming. I know. And if you kick a bill goal with them, you're considered the bad guy. You are the bad guy. How is that fair? <laughs> it's not fair at all. They survived that field goal kick on him forever. <laughs> One field goal kick, and I'm forever branded a the enemy. Yes. But anyways, so we're going to talk about monsters, because it's Halloween, and where did monsters come from. I mean, they eventually came from somewhere. That's the reason we have them. That's why we have books about them. That's why we have movies about them, shows about TV shows about them. So where did the stories about monsters come from? Because, I mean, there's so many, to be honest. You want, like, the legitimate actual answer? You want what we think? What you think, of course. And that's what we're... uh, Everything we talk about is what we think. They can just look on Wikipedia if they want. Yeah. (laughs) You want the real answers. That's not what you're going to The real answer on page 14 of this Wikipedia page is... Actually, I recently wrote a short story called The Thing I Hate. Okay. For Craig Nebo's uh, Halloween... um, For the freestyle freestyle gargoyle thing, thing, yeah. Which was fun, but I used actual historical information about vampires mm-hmm. to try and put it together. And it's it's actually pretty interesting because people believed that... They didn't necessarily believe in the Dracula story, mm-hmm. but they believed that if you had a bad uncle or a bad aunt or a grandma or whatever, from the dead, they could curse their, their kindred. Wow. So, like, if your kid was sick, then somebody would be like, oh, that's Uncle Joe. 
Oh, yeah. Really? And then and so then they got these weird rituals where they would dig them up and stick a stake through their heart and cut off their head and burn parts of them and yeah. put them back in the ground because they're like, now the kid's going to get better. <laughs> and that was actually, that's that actually has been documented wow. as a legitimate thing people have done as late as 2010. That's crazy. They have like, examples of people doing this that believed that they were saving their kids from Wow. Well, I mean, there's also like this story of Vlad the Impaler, which is kind of where we get the Dracula story from mm-hmm. um, and all the, the crazy stuff he did. And, you know, the movie Dracula Untold actually kind of told that story in a fun way, in an entertaining way that was, I really enjoyed. It was a new twist on the, you know, the Dracula story. But, uh, I mean, even now, I mean, you go back over there. I mean, I think his castle's for sale now, and the people around in, in the village still worship him in a way, and they're glad that he's Dracula and the vampire and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting how they've embraced that. It's possible that the tourism benefits. Well, um, yes, I know. Their yeah, yeah, I'm sure that does. Ooh, we can make lots of money. We're we're in the land of Dracula. Yeah. Well, the castle is actually a museum right now. Okay. And they're selling it, but if you buy it, you're buying a museum. And I think part of the contract is you have to keep it as a museum. Oh, okay. So the property value is like twelve million point six. Oh, I've got that. Pocket change. Yeah. yeah. But they're actually only expecting to sell it for something like two million because whoever buys it has to run a museum and that's gotcha. a punishment. Very few people are <laughs> You could like just live above it and then just go. I don't know, Brandon Sanderson and... could probably buy it and say, Hey, I own Dracula's castle. Go, Brandon. That would be awesome. That would be good. And then we could have, then we could borrow it as a summer home and just have like, you know. It, honestly, I, if I had the money, I would probably buy it. I know, me too. It would be awesome. awesome. I would love to live. I there. would own a castle, and I could say it's Dracula's castle. I mean, that I don't care. I would dress up as Dracula. Even if random ghosts <laughs> showed up the there, I would way. still. No, they're not random. They're they're assigned. Sweet, they're there. <laughs> it's not random ghosts. It's. Okay, that's ghost number Actually, one. Yeah. That's Harry. That's Fred. Okay. One See you later, Martha. One author that I co-authored uh, the book, The Actuator, Fractured Earth, uh-huh. with uh, Aiden James, he bought a house specifically because it was listed as a haunted house. Okay. And he and his wife wanted to live in a haunted place. Okay. So, there you go. It's not that bad. I grew up in a house that was haunted. It was interesting. Just random stuff that happened every now and then, but yeah. So okay, so we've got so we've kind of got the vampire thing, ghosts. I mean, it seems like everyone, every culture has ghost stories in some form or another. Whether it's a deceased ancestor, whether it's some creature, spirit of some person that's been killed or whatever that's haunting a building. I mean, what do we have here, and why is this considered a monster? Well, it's. Uh, its origin is as a as a concept is probably because of uh, humans' instinctive nature to have some kind of higher power or like the persistence of consciousness or mm-hmm. the soul. So, you know, in in various cultures, the, the uh, like in Japanese cultures, for example, honoring the dead yeah. is a huge part of of day to day life. Yeah, and uh, misfortune and illness, sicknesses, and all that can easily be blamed on the concept of uh, of a, a irate spirit or mm-hmm. displeased uh, spirits. So the 
you know, the the. Uh, I kind of lose well. No, I, I understand what you mean. I mean, most of the Japanese horror movies are based on. It's not like oh, it's not like Slimer from Ghostbusters showing mm-hmm. up. It's a spirit that has been wronged and has come back for revenge. I mean, uh, The Ring. Uh, what's the other one? The Grudge. The Grudge. Um, Woman in Black. I think was sort of. I think that's was probably one of those. like thirty percent of the legitimate ghost stories in the world have that yeah. storyline. Yeah, I mean, and and that's how it is. Legitimate and, ones. Well, I mean, there's a lot of ghost stories like Casper that are yeah. really not about the revenge. Friendly yeah. ghosts. But uh, I mean, like the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie, they couldn't play it in China, which is the next biggest audience because of the mere fact they're destroying ghosts, which is quite quant- quant- contrary to mm-hmm. to how they believe ghosts are, because you know they believe the spirits are their ancestors and you should revere them and honor them and. Well, in that movie, they definitely weren't. Yeah, so um, it's kind of interesting how cultures see things in different fashions. So, I mean, like, we make light of them. We make fun of them sometimes. I mean, we even make we, we make TV shows about people running around at night in buildings trying to capture ghosts on film and, and mm-hmm. audio and stuff like that. So it, we, there's definitely a different culture. Have you ever there. seen Moon Boy? No, I haven't. It's a British little comedy thing, but he has an imaginary friend that runs around with him, and some of his other friends have imaginary friends, and they all talk to each other. Oh, okay. But in one of the episodes, they, um, his grandfather, who's going, who has Alzheimer's, is going senile, and his imaginary friend from childhood shows back up. Oh, wow. George Gershwin, played by the same actor who's Ant-Man. But anyway, okay. it's, uh, but it's hilarious, because when he dies, they're all having a funeral for the imaginary, the imaginary friends are having a funeral for the... George Gershwin, uh-huh. and then he shows up and he's like, "Hey all," and they're like, "What happened?" And then it turns out that ghosts are actually imaginary friends that escaped. Oh wow! Not just people. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's actually kind of interesting. That's what's kind of cool about ghosts too. There's so many different interpretations oh, of yeah. ghosts, like, and it doesn't always have to be just the white transparent figure mm-hmm. thing. And one of my favorite ones is, I think it's called The Others, right? With Nicole oh, yeah. Kidman. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite, and I don't know if you want to call them ghosts or just, uh, I don't know what you would refer to them as. No, that's actually a really good movie because the whole movie you're watching Nicole Kidman and her kids being terrorized by sounds and all these things going on. And then the movie's flipped on its head, and you actually find out they're the ghosts. And it's like modern day, and people are trying to figure out why they're still there and everything like that. And I love that movie. Yeah. Because of the, I, I always, but, yeah, mm-hmm. movies where you think you know what's going on and they flip it on you, just beautiful. Of which, um, Ari Baxter, who's with us, yes, he's writing a book. He's written a book. I've read it, and he's you know working on edits right now for a, a book called Wrath of the Ghost Knight. Oh, nice. In that in that book, it's a. <clears throat> a oh, sorry. A, oh, <laughs> it's a somebody that gets killed and and it's a. Trying to get revenge in this camp, and there's a lot of things going on in the camp anyway. That's kind of weird. In that book, it kind of combines the dream world with ghosts. Nice. And that's where the ghosts are coming from. It's, it's our dreams. So okay, it's another twist. No, that kind of plays on the the kind of the twist they're trying to pull with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, with Freddy Krueger kind of attacking the kids in their dreams. So. I mean, that kind of brings up a really good question. I mean, I mean besides, there, I mean, there's still Frankenstein and werewolves and stuff like that. But 
James, you brought up a really good point of why don't we really see any new monsters? We have all the classic monsters, but why is there no new monsters that have been showing up? I mean, it seems like either Hollywood's out of ideas or maybe we're out of ideas because there isn't any more monsters we can dream up or think of. Well, in one respect, I think it has to do with um, some of these monsters are very old traditions, mm-hmm. and they and they cross cultural lines because they have a kind of symbolic meaning in our psyche. Okay, like werewolves, where there's like at least ten cultures that independently uh, evolved mythologies about wolf people of some kind, or skinwalkers, or stuff yeah, like yeah. That. If, yeah. Like if you read the the um, World of Darkness werewolf role-playing game. Yeah. They have tons of history history sources for each of these tribes of werewolves. And, yeah. But, but and so on, in one sense, I think the classics keep coming back to us because we still have this psychological connection symbolically or, or whatever, genetically to these ideas. Culturally, too. And culturally. It, it's, it's embedded in our culture. I'm actually just flipping through various Wikipedia pages and um, werewolves it kind of cites the werewolves and uh, evolved along with witch hunts. So it was like kind of a co-evolution of, of tales, and it's from uh, all, all around Europe, Switzerland and, uh, and England, and uh, back in the 1500s, you know. So it's... I mean, it's that's another around. one we didn't even touch on, witches. Yeah. Uh, you know, those, that's kind of been around forever, it seems like. <laughs> And then we had them in Salem, the Salem trials. I mean, there's stories of them over in Europe and all during the Dark Ages, stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. They kind of came along both together, werewolves and witches. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, witches, there was actually an official document created by, I believe, a dominant religion, the Malleus Maleficarum or... Can't say right. <laughs> the witch hammer, yeah, where they actually described how witches, you know, involved themselves with demons and whatever, and what wow. kind of killed them and why, and, and that went on for centuries. Somebody get hold of this book. Oh, I know somebody like this. <laughs> so we don't get a giant balance. Put a duck on one side and put the woman on the other side and see if they equal out. The malleus maleficarum. That one. Yeah. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Nowadays, it's very politically uh, disdained yeah. because it, it's considered to have caused a great deal of unnecessary pain to a lot of people. And deaths, yeah. That was first published in German in uh, Speyer, Germany in 1486. Wow. That is... It's an old book. A very old book. And that's, that's, about, that's back when the printing press was a new technology as well. Hmm. Very interesting. Just, it wasn't just limited to women either. Why well, no? They did warlocks yeah. and children and everything. And anybody yeah. who was dealing with the devil and getting things done that people didn't understand how they yeah. could do it. And well, and, and I also believe way back then they also believed redheads were of the devil and stuff like that. So, what do you mean hey, back then? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Throw it out there. So I yeah. Weren't all the redheads just in one place at that time. I can't remember. Uh, no. Just kidding. Uh, they probably were on a, on an island or in the corner of the UK. Yeah, in Scotland and Ireland. That's it. And I think with the monsters too, because it's monster depends on I think every person's definition. Because 
when you think monsters, you think back just to the semi-basic originals of that. But really, anything can be a monster depending on how they, like, if it's a creature mm-hmm. and it acts in a certain way towards people, you can look at it and be like, oh, that's a type of monster. So I guess my question to you is, like, what when you say, why aren't they coming up with new monsters, do you mean, like, like push-it-in-your-face type monsters? Or, like, what, I guess, I, I'm, I'm just curious on what you mean by that. Yeah, it's 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 a question of why isn't there another group of new, uh, really culturally culturally significant monsters? Well, I mean, it's like let's let's like because I mean, if you look at like Disney Pixar's Monsters Incorporated, there's hundreds of monsters in there, mm-hmm. but no individual no one distinct. of them are going to. Yeah. Stand next to a vampire, a werewolf, and a witch. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even album transcends yeah. the story to become its own idea. I mean, even yeah. mummies. I mean, mummies probably didn't start coming around until the the English, you know, the Europeans, and that started excavating the pyramids, and then they see these individuals like reading the stories of they're eventually going to come back to life. That is their belief. What would happen if one of these guys did come back to life, or what if the curses were real because um, some people were dying? You know, and that kind of perpetuated that story. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I wonder. I, I kind of wonder if maybe the reason is because now we tend to tell our stories about characters more than um, stereotypes. Yeah. So Freddy Krueger, for example, mm-hmm. is a character, and even though he could be a type of monster, it doesn't evolve. It yeah. just stays Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You know, we talk about aliens, but we talk about them as single individuals in a story so you know except for the bulbous headed you know green skinned big eyed telepathic ones there's yeah. not really a trope of aliens uh, to jump on that uh, Freddy Krueger example if someone were to create another monstrous adoration of a human that resembled Freddy Krueger it would be just scorned as a to, carbon it, copy of Freddy Krueger yeah, well I mean and, and to be honest the basis of Freddy Krueger He's a dream demon. I mean, that's what he is. But no one's ever really pushed that. So of that what is a dream what? demon? An incubus? I don't know. We'll have to figure succubus? that out. Well, no, no. Succubus yeah, is a female. Yeah. They, they, um, they, they seduce people uh, in that, but I don't know. Another thing that might be going on is we don't live in an age anymore where we're irrationally accusing other people of being these things. Right, we just outright know that they are. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're right. Baby, We've got the WikiLeaks to yeah. back up everything. Yeah. Right. They just dress that way at Comic Con. You're like, I know. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, back in, in, the, in those times, I mean, we had the Greek, the Romans, the Norse. They all had explanations for the weather, um, the seasons, this or that, and there was a god assigned to it, or there was a dark deity or something and people assigned to it. And we had leprechauns, which were mischievous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Lou. Which again, I never thought of those as evil until I watched the Leprechaun movie. <laughs> With and still, Davis. I was all like, well, that's not much of mine. But still, it was, like, it was a little creepy. They're more mischievous, so, right? They're not really. They, they are, but they can become as evil as that. I mean, yeah. So, and that's the very interesting thing. Like brownies. I mean, brownies are kind of. In some cultures, they, you know, they come at night. They fix your, they fix stuff. Other cultures, they're really demonic, kind of evil things, almost like gremlins mm-hmm. that tear things apart and destroy things and cause mischief. So it just depends on which culture. But you know, maybe it is because we're not 
trying to subconsciously figure things out and say, oh, well, that's this or that because, well, we have an app for that that can explain why that's going on. <laughs> well, um, we tend to, like, everything evolves. Halloween yeah. itself was meant people dressed up because they were scaring away evil spirits. Yeah, um, or, or they were so they dressing up so they, the yeah, they could make it to the next day so if spirits came by, it would mistake that for another spirit. Right, they would yeah. not attack them or whatever. Yeah. When I was a kid, I just dressed like superheroes all the time, Spider-Man or whatever. Yeah. That's, I'm like, if I'm going to get a costume... Go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, be we a just vampire. Get candy? What's that? Yeah. Halloween involved Zorro. something so much better to me. Yeah, now you just get candy. Go to every person's house and get a whole bag of candy, eat it all within a day. Well, be that, the mine never lasted, obviously. <laughs> yeah, mine always lasted a full year. A full year? Your, pro- your candy probably wasn't good by then. No, so I, I, I planned it out, so I always... The very end always was like the pink chewing gum. Oh, okay. yeah, they could last that year, the whole year. But yeah, like you know, the chocolate. Yeah, I traded like those to my version. little brother for his king size candy bars. You <laughs> didn't understand really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The best years is when I went around and they were giving out comic books. And what? Wow. Yeah, I, I live in a cool neighborhood. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Nowadays, when I see what they give out of the door, I'm like, you guys don't understand how much work it was to get one of those little candy bars. Oh, yeah. And now they're like, oh, here's a king size maker. You're like, what is happening? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got jipped. I'm going back. We, had to to, we wanted king size candy bars when we were kids. We had to go to this one neighborhood and jump the fence because it was a locked community and you couldn't get in there without mm-hmm. you know, either living there or knowing someone in there that had invited you and you were on the list. But, or was yeah. it in the olden days they loved us enough to not give us diabetes? Uh, maybe. <laughs> These days we're like, kid. But back then, <laughs> but back then it was also, oh, there could be a razor blade in your apple or something like that. Yeah, something that never ever I know. happened to. It probably yeah. happened once, and everyone think it happened yeah. everywhere. So yeah, no, it's very again. That's kind of like one of those monster things. Just someone said it, and oh no. Which like seriously, who would go through the? The whole process of putting a razor blade in an apple. Yeah. And, not, so and then you and don't notice that there's like a slip or, or something. Or if you wanted to freak out a bunch of people, you would just put flour in there and then leak an anthrax scare to the news. Yeah. <laughs> or Stroke. And, and then and then the uh, all the warnings, like, this is what ecstasy looks like around this time of year. Oh, yeah, yeah the little candy. It's like, <laughs> who's going to be putting expensive, expensive drugs? They're not going to give them to your kids. Yeah. So <laughs> when I trick or treated, they had candy cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of puff on them and the smoke would yeah, come yeah. out. Yeah. And now that's not politically No. Correct. No. That sounds yeah. awesome. I want some of I remember those. Well, just ask Jared for his face. <laughs> but that's not candy. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there was a lot of interesting candy back then. You know, like you can get the Bazooka Joe bubblegum. Mm-hmm. And some of those comics were not very PC. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the things he'd say about women and girls, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you didn't care. You just you were getting it for the candy, and read the comic and kind of threw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when baseball cards came with gum too. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the gum that you you'd put in and it would and snap, and then you're chewing forever. Before, and then it's like, oh, two seconds later, you're spitting it out because it has no flavor. And sometimes it never coagulated. No, it never. Cards gum, you'd do like. You're still chewing it. It's just more and more. It just breaks up more and more. What is happening in there? Yeah, I remember those days. But, you know, no matter what, monsters are still there. I mean, everyone thinks of them. I think more now, I think people are more 
focused on ghosts or zombies right now, it seems like. that. And But that's because of the show is on. paranormal. Yeah, because we got all these paranormal the zombie shows. Zombie fans like, like the zombies, though. You're right. Like, yeah, I don't really think zombie fans understand yeah. what zombies would do if they were real. Like, people are just like, oh, zombies, cool. It's like, no. Yeah, see, this is what would happen. This is, honestly, if we had a zombie outbreak, people would be like, dude, those are awesome cosplays. Take photos. And then suddenly they get devoured and everyone's like, holy crap, they're real. And then while they're getting eaten, they have time to upload gifts to injure. Yes. Other people see that. And then they'll just comment, if you see a zombie coming at you, what do you do? Run away or film it? Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll go all around Facebook, and then people will be like, no, that's a hoax. Yeah. yeah. Just but, like those evil clowns. But this is, the, I mean, this is the one thing that never makes Hashtag sense to me on zombie movies, okay? <laughs> if there's an outbreak, they're just going to nuke the place. They're going to drop a bunch of bombs, kill everything, and it's over. It's not going to spread that fast. I don't know. It's not going to spread that fast. It really isn't. I don't know. I saw in the movie. Well, the movie. The movie is completely different. What I saw in the video different. games that yeah, no. so, You know, I've been thinking about it. I think there is, there are some monsters that are, that are growing into tropes. Yeah. Like evil clowns. Yes, evil clowns. Um, like, and there's this thing, the monster under okay. the bed. Okay, yeah. I don't, there's that. I don't think that's old. I think that's kind of new. And that's becoming a, a very common, like, everybody's heard of it. I don't know. I mean, the, the monster under the bed, I even remember as a kid, and the people under the stairs. That's another one. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, or in the that, basement. That's actually real, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was right. Harry Potter. It's just Harry Stairs. always under stairs. That's Jason King and his family. Just wait. Huh. All right. Jason's hiding under there. Gotcha. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's always... And, and a lot of it probably comes from kids' mind where there's a, a noise or something and it's dark and their imagination kicks in. But, you know, or there's their still... older brother starts messing older, with them. Yeah, older brother starts messing <laughs> with them. True. And I'm the older brother. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you just never know. I mean, there there is that one side of paranormal. Is it real? You know, there's, I, there's tons of videos out on the net that everyone can see that are like, wow, is that real? Is that... How can you explain that? And you can't. And sometimes you scratch your head and wonder if that's real or not. But you know, maybe that's where some of these myths come from. And same with, back with the monsters under the bed, I think that's almost one of the most terrifying things because you don't really know what that monster even looked like. Oh, no. So it's pretty much up to your imagination of what was that. And that could be the most terrifying thing to you. Yeah. Because you'll probably think of the most scary or Or the monster in the closet. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it would be horrible, and I'm, I feel like adults don't really have that problem. It's mostly just kids, I hope. But I don't know. No, I th- I know some adults that they still have some of those fears, and and that's just because of things that have happened, or I, I don't know. But some some people still have that. I still get that with with I'm in a lake and I can't see what I'm swimming in. I always have a little bit of a fear that something's just going to grab me and pull me down. Again, there, there's another, no there, idea there's another fear. There, of, it, I think it's the fear of the unknown. You know, yeah. I know some people that will not swim in the ocean. That's crazy. Because they're going to get ate by a shark or there's something that's under there that's going to pull them under. You know, how many movies have we seen undead spirits come up out of the water? You know, mm. I mean, even Pirates of the Caribbean, we saw Lord something similar to that. Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's tons of stuff. I mean, my uncle will not swim in a body of water other than a swimming pool. That's crazy. I mean, there is, and this is a story. So this is a potential really fun situation for you. Oh, it's very fun. (laughs) Because if you could get him into a swimming pool, you could change it so he won't go to those either. So 
my, so messed up. My, my, my mother and my aunt told me a story. Uh, so shortly after Jaws came out for the very first time, my uncle my uncle has this thing with authority and stuff like that. They're up at Strawberry Reservoir. They were fishing, and he was he was bound and determined he was going to swim all the way across the reservoir. My my grandfather's like calling to get back and blah blah blah. He's not listening. There's boats zipping by, and they're afraid he's going to get hit by one because they can't really see him. And my aunt, and my mother, are like, hey. You want to see something? They're like, what? And they yell, they yell at his name, and they're like, Jaws! And they're like, I have never seen that man swim so fast. Because he turned and bolted back. So, I mean, just that movie alone, I know, has put fear. And how many shark movies have we seen since? A ton. Yeah, I mean, The Shallows was just a recent one. Well, and once they started inhabiting tornadoes. Oh, yeah. Sharknado! Yeah, that, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> that really, I'm really up the game for the sharks. Especially this last one where uh, apparently uh, the governor, Fourth Awakens? Our, our governor was like backhanding them with a tennis racket uh, and then they, one ate Dan Farr from Comic-Con. Yep. Uh, they've <laughs> so, become... They made it all the way to space. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How, how, how can sharks survive in a tornado? Anything is possible now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a, there's a new – there we have a new monster, the Sharknado. I guess there is a monster right there. <laughs> now if it just transcends to be a – A shark hurricane? A trope that everybody – I actually own a book called Sharkano, so I yeah. know that it's moved out. Okay. What about, what about Whoa, wow. the Sharktopus? The one no, that's like a I'm hybrid sure. of a shark and an octopus? What's that channel that shows literally all – is it just the that's sci-fi channel? Scary yeah. Than shark. I was I, like, they've – I don't know. Okay, wait. So if you see the sci-fi channel, they literally try to come up with like monster mash movie stuff. Yeah. Well, there, what? Year. There's the two. What is that? Three-headed, three-headed shark? shark. Yeah. There's a movie of a three-headed shark, and it's like every creature. What that the heck? Could be in the ocean. They turn into some type of freaky monster yeah. killing people every year. I don't know. And I mean, I'm not saying it's good. So but pretty much, they're taking the same monsters <laughs> we're all afraid of and just like, kind of you're afraid of a them. shark and an octopus, so you put them together, and that's super the shark octopus. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's like that's like King Kong with a T Rex head. Yeah, King Kong. He could be considered a monster, right? Giant gorilla killing people. I don't know. That's what I just think is weird with the monster stuff. It just depends on what you think is a monster. So what do you think? King is Kong, a Godzilla, all those are technically monsters. Yeah. So what do you think is a monster? What are you most afraid of that you would consider a monster? Because we know Scott's is zombies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't give away your kryptonite. Fair enough. <laughs> Come on. That's not true. No. Never you mind. Got, you got to say, <laughs> sir, no. what is... We're all planning on terrifying everyone else. He's going to bring it up. I'm like, no. Never mind. Dang it. Hold out. Curse you, James. Mad people. Sorry. <laughs> He's ruining my fun. I'm like giving away everyone's... <laughs> Addressed as Spider-Man as a five-year-old still saving lives. How old are you? 30 years later. 40 years later. <laughs> yeah. Scott gave that up. <laughs> medical... Dictionary once an old one. Yeah, it was saying a monster was anybody with a deformity. If you had an extra head or an arm, oh yeah, you were considered a monster. I don't use that terminology now, of course. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I I do remember at a point they did. They kind of believed that. I mean, there was if someone had a deformity, the only way they could really have a job is if they went to the circus or something like that. Explains a long time ago. Told me that surgery was a monsterectomy. Oh Uh, yeah. So you didn't have it done? Yeah. I asked for the stuff back, and he said no. <laughs> oh. mm. All right. Well, we're out of time. So with that said, tell us what you think 
is your fa- is your favorite and worst monster or what you're afraid of because we want to know and um, yes hopefully you're having a great Halloween yeah trick or treating go get candy and we'll catch you next time second nudes hey Dungeon Crawlers fans it's time to really pull out the stops so what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page like uh, follow us on Twitter uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life, or even in at your work, that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there we want our numbers to swell and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution so tell your friends about us like us on facebook follow us on twitter and we want to hear from you we want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you And we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say... We're out of here, and catch you next time. And, of course, join the Geek Revolution.